Please be advised, all music tracks used in this production are sole property of Kelson Communications and are original compositions. Thank you. Mr. Kelly is an e-journalism social work advocate. Mr. Kelly has used his broadcast background to promote social work nationwide. Mr. Kelly has made it his mission to educate the general public about how critical social work is to the health of our communities and our social welfare systems. Last year, after many, many years, I was able to reconnect with and interview my most impactful social worker, Mr. Dalton Murchison. I featured him heavily in a fellowship presentation I did last June 18th and sang his praises. My presentation made the case for more equitable pay for social workers based on our impact. Later that evening, while accepting the NASW New York State Chapter Long Island Social Worker of the Year Award, I again sang his praises and shared what he meant to me. He and his family attended both virtual events and expressed their appreciation to me for acknowledging him publicly. One month later to the day on July 18th, unfortunately, he passed away. I'm thankful the whole country got to hear and got to learn of what a great social worker Mr. Dalton Murchison was to me. A tribute to my most impactful social worker, the late Mr. Dalton Murchison. Saluting the profession of social work, highlighting the impact of one social worker. Well, the time has come to air this interview in its entirety. Before we begin, please be advised that I encountered several audio issues while recording that I wasn't aware of until afterwards. I did as much post-production repair as I could. Please understand that some of the glitches could not be corrected. So I ask you to all please focus on my joy in reconnecting with my most impactful social worker, Mr. Dalton Murchison, and the story of what a wonderful social worker he was to me. Please do not let the glitches take away from the spirit of this conversation. Now, as so many of you have heard me say on numerous occasions, I am a product and a beneficiary of the social work profession. I came through the foster child care system. I had many social workers through the years, but the one that had the greatest impact on me was the late Mr. Dalton Murchison. After many, many, many years, I was fortunate enough to reconnect with Mr. Murchison. It took me a long time, but I was able to finally connect with him after doing some research on the internet and making phone calls to old numbers and talking to individuals and putting feelers out on Facebook. But after all my efforts and energy, I finally located an address for Mr. Murchison and I took a chance and I wrote a letter explaining who I was what I was doing, and why I was trying to get in touch with him. In the letter, I let him know that I'm not looking for anything, just merely to have him be a part of a documentary feature that I was working on in my fellowship. This social work fellowship project that I was working on started in November of 2020 and concluded last year, June of 2021. The final project, premiered on June 18th, 2021. For that project, I had interviewed six professional social workers from around the country, and Mr. Murchison's interview was the capstone of the project. 
I featured him as a social worker who made a huge difference in my life. I also highlighted him during the NASW New York State Long Island Regional Award Ceremony last year on June 18, 2021. In that particular ceremony, I was honored to be recognized as Long Island Social Worker of the Year. Many in his family witnessed how I highlighted in detail what Mr. Murchison did for me and the impact he had on my life at a young age. They were present for both the final presentation of my fellowship that morning and the awards, pre and the awards presentation that evening. Sadly, on July 18, 2021, one month to the day that I featured Mr. Murchison, he passed away. The documentary and the award ceremony were aired all over the country and globally. I'm so glad I got to publicly acknowledge and thank Mr. Murchison before he passed. Here is some of what his family members shared about that day and evening full of alkaloids for Mr. Murchison. His daughter Lily said, Happy Father's Day, Silas, and thank you again for all your efforts in allowing me and my family to be part of your celebration and recognition for all the work you do. It was really touching how you honored my father in this way, and so uplifting to see all the ways you are carrying the acts forward. My whole family was able to attend both events, and here's just a little bit of what they had to say. Mr. Murchison said to his daughter, Please let Silas know how much I enjoyed the program and how proud I was of him and his generous shout out to me. I'm sure his parents are smiling down on him. I wish him the best going forward. Thank you again for letting us be a part of this and I wish you all the best with your amazing efforts. Nancy, who is Liliana's mother, she wrote, what a perfect way to celebrate Father's Day. Please congratulate Silas for all of us and thank him for the invitation. How special. So glad someone in our hardworking profession got recognized for what we do. I'm so happy it's you, Silas. She herself had a professional career in social work. And Liliana's sister, Catherine, another of Mr. Murchison's daughters, she wanted to know when the documentary was coming out and where um, it could be watched. Well, that time is here and now, and the documentary feature is now being shared on YouTube and the audio version on all my podcast channels. To the late, great Mr. Murchison, I say rest in peace, good sir. Your legacy lives on. Thank you for all you've done and for all your dedication. And now I invite you to enjoy this presentation. To everyone tuning in, welcome. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate. You're listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast, the program that promotes, celebrates, uplifts, and highlights the social work profession. This podcast aims to educate the general public to the vital contributions professional social workers make in every aspect of society every day. Mr. Murchison, hello. Hi. Hi, Silas. How you doing, sir? I'm doing very well for a whole time. <laughs> it's good to see you. So I'm, I'm I'm so happy that you're able to, you know, help me put together this documentary. I really appreciate it. Um, 
I talk about you all the time, you know, whenever I give a speech, you know, I do a lot of public speaking to the, you know, students that are studying social work now. And I did so when I was studying for my uh, master's degree. And I always tell the story about the social worker that made an impact on me. And it's always Dalton Murchison. So matter of fact, very <laughs> I, uh, I went digging through my archives. And uh, when I graduated in 2014, I was invited to be one of the uh, the keynote speakers for the, the small campus. I went to Delphi, I think I mentioned, and they have four campuses. Uh, so I didn't want to do the big campus thing. So I went to the smaller school in Hard Park, you know, right after work, go there, one building, walk around to your classes, and that was it. So at the end of my tenure, you know, my, uh, my, my faculty mentor, she invited me to be one of the keynote speakers to say some words to the graduation class. And uh, one of my biological brothers, you know, he had came up from uh, North Carolina. He was there um, and he was filming. And I was standing up there talking to them about, you know, the, the powerful impact of social work. And I said, you know, one of the things that's very important is that we we all recognize, you know, the impact that we can have on somebody's life. And I said, for instance, like, you know, one of my former social workers that who I'll never forget, Mr. Dalton Murchison. And I told a story about how you took me up to uh, Coval Skill for my college visit. And I remember that when I first decided to go away to school, my first foray, my social worker, his name was Dalton Murchison. He came and picked me up at my house, and he drove me all the way from Amityville up to Cobleskill, New York, dropped me off at the college for my weekend stay, and gave me a bus ticket back home. Your, uh, your reputation precedes you. <laughs> well, I, I see that, uh, not me necessarily, but I certainly see that you've made progress. Well, I'll be the first one to tell you it was it, it, it was a hard road, you know, um, a lot of things that I experienced, you know, prior to, to meeting you, you know, in the beginning, you know, really left a, you know, a, a pretty tough, you know, scar on me emotionally and psychologically. And it was thanks to the profession of social work that I was able to navigate that and Mr. and Mrs. Cox, my, my foster parents, you know, they, they were the key. Um, and, uh, you know, I always tell people about them because, you know, without them, I wouldn't be where I am today. And without social work, I would have never got placed with them. So it was a win-win situation for everybody. <laughs> yeah. it be, uh, just by your presence now and talking the way you are. It's certainly proven to be a, a win situation about the uh, doctors who uh, I remember mm -hmm. uh, a lot of the foster parents, mm -hmm. but as many of the foster children. I do remember you, however, <laughs> you know, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, the Coxes were special people. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. They were just, and not because of the religious component, because mm -hmm. to make a Confession, I'm not that religious. Mm -hmm. I'm not religious. They were very religious people. Mm -hmm. and, uh, they seemed to live the life and really cared about you and your brother and people. Mm -hmm. in yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Expect you to uh, uh, come out the way you did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The environment can make up all kinds of differences. 
the right support for him. Exactly, exactly. And you know, one of the things that I that I was I was amazed about about the profession when I left Brooklyn and got placed. And that, by the time I got placed in my second foster home, that, by the time I got placed with the Coxes, I should say, that was already my second foster home, and I just turned three. And and one of the things that that that, that stand out to me now is that the the, the social workers they must have saw something because I wasn't treated very well in that first foster home, not at all. And I guess they saw something, they picked up on something, and thank goodness for the profession that they rescued me and got me out of there because to this day, I still struggle with some of the stuff that I experienced at the hands of that woman, you know, and she she, she was pretty cruel, um, but thank goodness I got rescued, and then I got reunited with Paul, yeah. and, I, and I talk about that, about the day I got rescued from that you know, traumatic situation. And then the social worker, whoever he was, he got out the cab, the cab pulled up because the woman that I was staying with in Brooklyn, she just left me out on the stoop. She just sat me out there, spun on her heels, went in the house and slammed the door and left me sitting out there. And I, and I remember at three years old saying, wow, I must not be worth anything because look how she treated me. And then the next thing that went through my mind at three years old was like, this is it. This is how the world is. It's cruel and inhumane. Nobody's going to care about you. Don't ever look for anybody to help you because just like you left out here right now, that's how it's going to be all the time. And then up pulls a cab, out gets a social worker, walks up, takes my hand, walks me down the stairs, opens up the door, and there was Mrs. Cox and sat me in the cab and then there was a little boy sitting on the other side of her and he leaned forward and looked at me and I leaned forward and looked at him and we knew right away we recognized each other and he said to me you're my little brother and I'm going to take care of you and I and I and I connect all of that with the profession because you know that that's what we do you know we we, we change futures and we, and we we save families and one of the other things that I said I was going to mention, I thought it was phenomenal that the BCW Bureau of Child Welfare, they kept us in touch with all of our biological family. I was That, that was amazing to me, you know, because uh, they, they allowed for us to go up to Hillcrest because that's where all of them got placed. They got they all got placed up in Hillcrest. And the only reason what Paul and I didn't go because we were too young to be institutionalized. So Paul went to one foster home and I went to another foster home and then we got reunited with the Coxes out in Amityville. But the social workers made sure we knew all of our siblings. They made sure that they were able to come out and, and, and visit us one day out in Amityville. We went up to Hillcrest for family day once. Once another time, they uh, allowed me and Paul to go spend the weekend with our biological father in Brooklyn. So all of those things pointed to me to, you know, the real special profession that that this social work profession is. And so, you know, what I, I was always curious as to, you know, if that was the the, the, the main purpose is to make sure that, that 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 young children that got separated stayed in contact. So so that seems like that's the that's that was the goal, correct? Yeah, yeah, that was and actually, it's good to me. I'm glad to hear 
you found out the fact that there were social workers who were doing those things. Because everybody had any job, some people don't give up for what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And me with my ego always assumed that I was one of the ones who was with them. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And uh, I, can, I, I know now that I wasn't the only one, and I'm glad that I wasn't. And it's mm-hmm. still to go into it. Mm-hmm. It implies that you are interested in people. Yes. If the people involved, the profession itself, can't be replaced with my mm-hmm. It does require people that are committed to helping people. Yes, yes. So one of the things that, that, that I've been, been puzzled about, and that's why I chose this topic for my um, fellowship, is to, to, to pay social workers better. Now, and everywhere that I've gone since I, since I you know, became a, uh, you know, a professional social worker, I, you know, I hear that we're in it for the outcome, we're not in it for the income. And I understand that a lot of times you're working with not-for-profits and government you know, agencies, but you know, if someone goes into the private sector as a social worker, like in a hospital, you know, as a privately owned hospital, they're going to be paid well because, and what I've found is that people that are coming in, they got an insurance card and they can plop that insurance card down on the counter. But when you start talking about public hospitals and not-for-profits, you know, the fun, I know the funding stream is very limited and everybody's competing for the same dollars. But my point that I keep constantly trying to drive home is Social workers should be paid more equitably because you can't put a price on the impact that they make on a person's life. You can't say, well, what Mr. Murchison did for, for Silas Kelly, that, that, that's worth him making $40,000 a year. And that's, our, that's what we're going to pay him. But there's no price on, on the things that you did and the other social workers did. So my thing is this. When social workers get involved in the profession, we can work in any aspect of society that you could think of. And I know social workers are in the, in, in politics, in law, in medicine, childcare, international social workers. So, so we're very well versed. And so, what I what I'm hoping to do with this project, and this is going to be really just an introduction to this, because I'm really, really going to look at taking this further once my June uh, fellowship is over. So this is going to be kind of like the introduction to what I want to hope to do is get in touch with people around the country and, and, and start drumming up more support to, 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 to raise the wage. And that matter of fact, that's the name of this documentary is the, 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 the case to raise the wage. We should certainly get paid more than we're getting paid based solely on the impact. So one of my colleagues, Dr. Whitaker down at Howard University, she said one of the reasons why they don't pay social workers equitably is because they see people who are working with poor people should get paid poorly. And they see that when you're working, a lot of times when you when they when society hears social work, they think, oh, that's somebody that's looking for a handout, they're lazy, they don't want to work. And so they've already written those people off. So therefore, it, 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 it subconsciously sends a, a signal to them that whoever's working with them 
they're working with the castaways and so they don't really deserve to get paid you know a high salary and and i think this exact opposite so i always say look at what the so the professional social work did for me and, and when i tell my story from those cruel days in Brooklyn to, to today, it's clear evidence that had it not been for the social workers and social workers, the social work profession and social workers like you, I wouldn't, I would have not made it. But my point is, had it not been for social work, I wouldn't be able to be a father, you know, with a, with, with, with a stable family environment, because I didn't come from that. And that's, that's not, Mr. Mercer, that's not a knock on my biological parents. They did the best that they could with what they had, but thank goodness for social work, they came, they saw, they made the proper adjustments. And then my brother and I, we were able to, you know, uh, grow into to find contributing citizens. And not only that, all through the lifespan, and I've lost three of my siblings, but ever since way back then, we've always stayed in touch. We always knew where each other were. We always celebrated each other's, you know, you know, achievements and things of that sort. So had it not been for social work, we would have been eight people in this world that didn't even know who their siblings were. So how are you going to put a price on that? Lyle, <laughs> and I think you, your story can't imagine anyone's story being in a better life. Your success story is, should make a difference. I can already, I can't imagine your fellowship, your program, whoever's in charge of determining where you go from. You know, mm -hmm. Not give you everything that, that you're asking. The other thing is that, um, you know, social workers, a lot of times, you know they, they 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 go and they do and they and they do it unassumingly like i remember when i was 16 years old and you know i i was 16 i made a mistake i got in some trouble i did and i had to go to court mr and mrs cox was there my minister was there and mr dalton murchison my social worker was there in court and i remember standing in front of the judge and you might well remember the words that he said he said well silas you know you, you did make a mistake he said but with such a strong support system with your parents and your minister and mr dalton murchison my social worker was there he says obvious that you have people that care about you so uh i'm gonna you know uh you know sentence you to probation and i remember him saying that because of all the people that were in my life that cared about me. And and I'll share a, a, a brief story about that. My, 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 my dad, Mr. Cox, my grandmother, because they, they were from the Bahamas, my grandmother, who I never met, was in, in the Bahamas and she was on, they had got, he had gotten the call that she was on her deathbed. He was supposed to fly down to see her for the last time. And he postponed it so he could be there in court with me and by the time it was over and he said okay i'm heading down she had already passed away so you know um that that type of support and and and, and things of that sort so foster parents you know going above and beyond um being placed in a home 
where people really cared about you and then having social workers come in and making sure I mean, everything me and Paul could have ever thought of, you know, we, we got into the Boy Scouts. When I showed an interest in music, uh, they got me some drumsticks and a drum pad, and I became one of the top drummers in my elementary school. Um, we went to summer camp every year for two for two weeks up in the Poconos. I would have never knew what the Poconos were had it not been the, for the professional social work. And then the, and then, and then the capstone was... In my senior year, and I had to go up to Cobleskill for my weekend visit to see if I wanted to go to that school. And you, Mr. Murchison, you came to my house and you picked me up, drove me all the way up to Cobleskill, dropped me off, gave me spending money and a bus ticket back home. And the coolest thing that I remember is I remember you saying, well, after because you talked to some of the people that were running the orientation, they gave you a little rundown, and you turned to me, and you said, "Well, seems like after you finish all your orientation, you still have some time for some finger popping." <laughs> I remember that. Those are the types of things that I remember, and uh, and when I'm interacting with, with 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 families that have young children, you know, I always use you know my experience you know with you particularly social workers in general but you specifically and and i try to do go that extra mile because to me that was like you didn't have to do that you know i mean that i i, I really really was emotionally impressed with that because that meant a lot to me i'm telling you as you're talking there's no doubt Silas, that you went into the right profession and i'll tell you as you're talking and telling me things that this and pieces I remember, lots of stuff I forgot. Mm -hmm. I was involved with many, many families of children, and I'm getting my reward right now. I'm almost tearing up just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the pain. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I am hoping, praying, and believing without doubt rewarded. That's the way you're rewarding me right now. Cool, thank you, thank you. You appreciate all the nice things that you're saying. But you make it all worthwhile. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, and I'm gonna make sure when I talk to Paul that I tell him I spoke to Mr. Murchison because he remembers you too, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, um, and uh, you know, and then the last thing is that I know you said a lot, you know, nice things about my, my, my foster parents, Mr. and Mrs. Cox, but my mother specifically, she adored you. She simply adored you. She just worshiped the ground that you walked on. And I think, you know, that she she sensed the sincerity in you and how you went, you know, above and beyond. Um, and she always spoke glowingly of you. You know, dad, dad too, but you know, dads are dads. But my mother, she was like, oh, oh, Mr. Murchison, Mr. Murchison, Mr. Murchison. <laughs> and then, you know, and, 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 and all through the years, and I never would have thought that I would be working on a documentary, um, you know, to promote the profession of social work. And then once I did, and I started thinking, and I had always, 
wanted to try to figure out if I could get in touch with you. I went on the computer and I did some research. And matter of fact, I, you know, I started out in, in, in somewhere over in Nassau and, and I and I found an old number of yours and I called in. I spoke to somebody and I knew I was on the right track when I said, yeah, I'm trying to reach my old social worker. And his name was Mr. Murchison, Mr. Dalton Murchison. And the, and the guy said, well, yeah, yeah, I know Dalton. And so I knew I was on the right track. So I just kept following the trail. So I'm really happy that I was able to, to connect with you. Um, and one last thing I'll share with you is that I just got word last this past Sunday that I got selected as the Nassau Suffolk NASW Social Worker of the Year for 2021. That's great. This, this is you giving me no doubt that a lot more awards. <laughs> well, thank you. So what I'm going to do, because it's a Zoom, it's a Zoom um, award ceremony, because you know, nobody's getting together yet because of COVID and it's a Zoom. So what I'm going to do is it's not until June, I'm going to make sure I stay in touch and I will send Lily the link and it's free, doesn't cost anything. And you, you can, you know, if you find the time, you can zoom in, and that's when they're going to be presenting the awards. I listen. I would appreciate that. Okay. All right. Okay. Whether it's that award or any other award or any accomplishment, and you've made many already, I would certainly like to, to hear about it. Okay. I'll make sure that I keep, 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 keep in touch. Unfortunately, I'm not very electronically uh, advanced. Please do thank Lily for me. She's been wonderful. I really appreciate her helping you out and she helped you out. So therefore she helped me out. So so your good vibes and energy has been passed on to the next generation too. I tell you the truth, to be honest, I was somewhat intimidated by uh, by the opportunity because I'm I do know what my life was like how I felt about people. And mm -hmm. I may not remember specific names. Right. But uh, you're the perfect, as I said several times, you're the perfect reward for people going into this profession. That's what most of us go into a sport. It has some impact on kids like you and many others have some impact on their life and hope it makes a difference. Yes, yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Say hello to Paul. Oh, I will do that. As soon as I get off to this call, I'm going to call him and tell him I just talked to Mr. Murchison on the Zoom chat. <laughs> you too. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. All right. All right. I'll be in touch. All right. Okay. Take care. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and host of the show. You've been listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. This and all other programs are available on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Anchor podcast platforms. Go to any search engine and type in Kelson on the Air in the search window to hear this show in its entirety. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Kelson Communications production.